which games are going to help you grow your stream and which games are bad choices that will not help you grow your stream. That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of the Stream Coach Podcast, coming right up. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. I love you, and I hope you're almost, oh my god, I was going to say almost Thanksgiving. Halloween was yesterday. Um, I hope your Halloween went great and that you are getting some really safe and healthy and happy plans in store for Thanksgiving. On today's episode, I want to talk about which games you need to be streaming for growth. And the reason for this is because I've seen a lot of people asking lately, and I also did a little bit of research and I saw a lot of people have been searching Google lately, which games to stream for growth. Like that whole phrase is apparently something that a lot of people are interested in right now. And so what I want to do is talk to you a little bit about why this question matters and also doesn't matter and how you can choose the right games, but also why the games don't really matter all that much anymore. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, first off, let's talk about where this thought process comes from. So Back in the day, years and years and years ago, before there was youtube.com slash Christ, <laughs> everyone uh, just kind of talked amongst themselves um, in terms of like tips and advice that would commonly be shared among streamers. People didn't really share it a ton. Every successful streamer kind of had their one YouTube video that they made because they would get questions about how they grew all the time. So they'd make this like 30 minute or hour long YouTube video just giving all of the advice that they had. But streamers traditionally, like they're not marketers, they're not entrepreneurs, they're not um, super business minded people. They're people who happen to have like really great personalities and they're able to communicate emotion and be joyful or angry or whatever emotion it is. And they typically grow an audience based on their charisma. And so a lot of the advice that was going around was just not advice that was super applicable or very helpful and wasn't necessarily the best advice in order to market your stream. And so one of these pieces of advice was how to choose the right games for growth so that we would place a lot of emphasis back in the day on which games you were playing and whether or not you kind of belonged in that community or if you were a variety streamer and hopping around a lot versus if you were just streaming one game. And so the like common understanding of which games you chose to grow your stream was that the games had a very, very big impact on whether or not your stream would actually grow. And that was true because back then we didn't really know about using YouTube and using Twitter to grow and using all of these more like marketing strategies like I talk about here in Stream Coach Academy and on my YouTube channel. And the problem with this is that there are so many other ways to grow your stream that have been discussed at this point that this question isn't necessarily a question that needs to be asked anymore. You really don't need to be worrying about the games that you play nearly as much anymore as simply being discoverable. And so back in the day, the games were a massive part of your discoverability. Your ability to be found was based in part on your game choice, unless you knew a lot of people and would get a lot of hosts and knew how to network really well and were just like a really fun, interesting, engaging person that a lot of people wanted to know, the games that you chose could make or break your channel. But that just isn't true anymore. We're at the point where 
we have really great marketers within the streaming community. We have more business-minded people and we have people who understand that you don't necessarily need to choose the right game in order to grow your stream anymore. And so it's really about just discoverability as a whole. Where are you putting yourself in order to get in front of the right people? Not just any people, but the right people who are going to resonate with you. And do you know who those people are so that you can place yourself in those positions to be found by those types of people? So that's why game choice doesn't really matter as much anymore. However, it's still a tool. It would be wrong of me to say that game choice doesn't affect your stream really at all because absolutely it does. Like people are still clicking around through Twitch and discovering new content every single freaking second. And if you're a small streamer, you need to use every single tool available to you in order to grow your channel. And so what we want to do is we want to understand that game choice should not be our only tool for discoverability. It shouldn't even be anywhere close to our main tool for discoverability, but saying that it isn't a tool and it's not a valid one just wouldn't be the truth. So having a skill set of being able to figure out which games you should stream for growth is still important and can still be really helpful, especially if you want to be a variety streamer. Now, how does game choice and choosing the right games fit together with discoverability from like YouTube or Twitter or networking or whatever else it is that you do to get yourself in front of the right audience? Well, what will happen is if you choose games and content that those people are interested in, they're going to be more likely to stay. So let's say you have a YouTube channel, you've chosen to place yourself within a directory that you really genuinely enjoy because that is a very important part of this as well, but also that is a directory that's going to vibe really well with you. And so you've made a YouTube video, it's getting like decent traction, it's not exploding, but it is bringing people over from your YouTube channel. And so let's say they get over to your stream and you're playing something completely different. Well, that's going to be really difficult for them to stick around unless the commonality between your stream and that YouTube video is a really strong personality. Now, I don't know about y'all, I have not traditionally had the strongest personality out there, and so I relied much more on marketing savvy and my my endless research of literally everything in order to get in order to kind of position myself as someone who's a little bit more interesting to listen to and to learn from and that is what has helped me kind of become someone that people will watch and go to for uh, content for like YouTube videos social media streams whatever and so what you might have to do is you need to make sure that there is an intersection between what you're streaming and where your discoverability comes from. And so you want to make sure that the games that you're choosing are things that are really enjoyable because you're going to be making a ton of content over them. I am not encouraging you to choose games specifically for growth and solely for growth. That's not what we want. We don't want a bunch of miserable people making miserable content and creating a miserable experience for their audience streaming all these random games that just don't matter to them. We want you to genuinely enjoy what it is that you're doing and to have a great time playing your game because your emotions are infectious for your audience. If you're feeling super negative and super down, other people are going to feel that too. If you're feeling super positive and uplifted and excited, other people are going to feel that too. And your ability to kind of communicate that, I guess this is kind of a side note, but your ability to communicate those emotions is what's going to make you a really, really great and interesting, engaging streamer, by the way. So sometimes 
the right tip for growth is be a little bit more honest about what you're feeling. Um, The next piece, though, of all of this is if we know that game choice is a tool for us to be able to use in order to grow our stream, how do we use that tool as effectively as we possibly can right now? Okay, we know game choices and everything, but we know that we should still care about it. How do we choose a good game? The way that you're going to do this is super simple, and it's going to be very highly individual. So I can't tell you which specific numbers to look out for, unfortunately. I really wish that I could because I love giving y'all stats and numbers and all that stuff, but unfortunately, I just can't. And so what you need to do is you need to get on Twitch around the time that you are going to be streaming because Twitch changes so drastically depending on what time of day and which day you're looking at it. So sometimes it's going to be really smart for you to stream Overwatch and sometimes it's really not going to be smart for you to stream Overwatch. So what's really important is that you're paying attention to the games that you enjoy at the times that you are going to be live. And so what I encourage you to do is spend, let's say, like the five minutes before you get into your pre-stream routine and you like boot your stream up and just look around at the games that are really uh, big interests for you, but also are... Uh, pretty successful successful and have a decent amount of viewers. We don't want it to be too many viewers, so I want you to kind of avoid the games that show up in the top like two to three rows of the browse directory on Twitch. And you want to sort the browse directory, by the way, based on viewership. So make sure that it's sorted based on viewership high to low, and it's not sorted based on recommendations for you. Because, of course, we want to use our game choice as a tool, and so we want to make sure that we are um, kind of situating everything to see the tools in a clear way as opposed to seeing the tools in a really confusing jumbled way because the recommended for you uh setting kind of turns the browse directory on twitch into like chaos viewership wise so you're gonna make sure that it goes from high to low you're gonna avoid the top two to three rows unless you stream at a really really weird time of day and there aren't a ton of streamers on and then you're going to scroll down a little bit, look for games that you enjoy, click on one that you think that you would enjoy, or maybe you know that you'd en- you enjoy, and look at who's actually in the directory. Okay, so this is going to give you a really clear picture of how many streamers are streaming that game and what their viewership is like. And what's really great is if you can find a category that has, let's say, a... F- bunch of streamers with a few hundred viewers on the top row and then on the second row it like immediately jumps down to like 20 30 40 viewers or so so the first row the first person in the first row maybe has 500 viewers and then the last person in the second row maybe has 20 that's a really good sign that you're going to be able to be found on that because even if you have, let's say, four or five average viewers, you're not going to have to, uh, people aren't going to have to scroll too far down the page in order to find you. It's really important that you consider what is your clickability on Twitch like. If someone has to scroll super far to find your stream and then they also have to like hopefully click on your stream versus everyone else who they're scrolling past, 
that is a very precarious position to be in because that's a lot of competition and you need to make sure to find a way to stand out among that. Of course, that comes with like building your discoverability up in other platforms and all of that. But if you can find a game that doesn't have a ton of people streaming it, that you can show up pretty effectively and they only have to scroll like just a little bit or maybe the best state would be you showing up in the top two rows so they don't have to scroll literally at all to see your stream. That's exactly what you want. Now it can be difficult if you're a small streamer and you only have like three average viewers to show up in those first two rows. Versus if you're someone who has 15 or 20 or 40, you're going to have a lot more choices that you can make in order to uh, get into directories of games that will actually work to grow your stream. And what you do with this, especially if you're a variety streamer, now this is, this is for variety specifically, this isn't necessarily for those of you who are looking for one game, like you still want to apply this concept to a single game. You wouldn't want to stream Fortnite, for example, because even though you made it and you're there all the time, you're still competing with thousands of other people who are streaming it, and that's just not a place that we want to be. So the typically the top row you want to like avoid completely whenever it comes to choices to stream that, unless there are specific reasons for you making that choice. Like you're really, really good at the game, or you have a lot of connections, or you're willing to put in the massive amount of work that it's going to take in order to become like a, a person within that community. So for those of you who are looking to be more variety streamers, which is totally fine, by the way, you are still allowed to be a variety streamer in 2020. You need to be focusing on this game choice strategy, okay? And the way that you're going to do this is you are going to look at and find a game that you will stand out in, build a little bit of a community there, maintain it, and then jump over to another platform, okay? Uh, not another platform, I'm sorry. You're going to jump over to another game that is similar to the one that you started with. And you're going to do that over and over and over until you get to the point where you have like 150, 200 average. And then you basically show up in the top two rows of like any game that you choose with the exception of like the top row in the browse directory. So that's kind of the path that you want to plan out for yourself. You want to choose a maybe a genre of games that work really well for you, that you fit well inside of the community of. You want to choose games that you genuinely enjoy, and you want to choose games that you're going to be discovered in as well, because what's the point of streaming and wanting growth whenever you're burying yourself underneath thousands of other people who are doing the exact same thing as you? So that's essentially how you are going to do this. That's kind of the growth path that it takes to grow on, on Twitch, um, and it's this can be done with or without discoverability from other platforms too. So you don't necessarily need YouTube, Twitter, and all these other external platforms to grow. If you uh, really solely want to grow through Twitch, it is still doable. It's just going to be very, very difficult versus if you try to pull in a lot of traffic from outside sources too. That's going to make your journey just a little bit faster, but not everyone has time for that. So keep that in mind. The great thing is this journey is 
so individualized. Every single person can choose exactly what they want their stream to be or not be and exactly what they want to do or not do. So even though I'm giving you this advice and I'm kind of telling you how this works, you don't necessarily have to follow this. Maybe you decide you just want to stream Fortnite constantly and that makes you happy. Or maybe you decide that you want to um, be total variety and hop all over the place and not really make YouTube videos and you don't care about that. That's fine as well. But I imagine since you're listening to this uh, podcast episode and this podcast in general that you probably care a lot about the growth and success of your Twitch stream. And because of that, that's why I recommend that you be more strategic and that you make smarter choices. And that's why we talk about all of this every single week. Um, here in the Stream Coach podcast. So make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already. I love y'all so much. Have a, a happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>